Yeah, we have we have a dedicated um email address. We're actually official. Yeah, we, well, yes. Yes and no. We're doing it. We're officially unofficial. Yeah, I like that. I prefer that actually. So, uh, what I mean, I'll So, if you want the email address, it's the not so pod, PC pod at gmail.com. Um I will put in the link as well. So, if you do want to send stuff, send it there. And we will if read it, it out because we have nothing else to do. So, please yeah. give us something to do. <laughs> yeah, please, please help us. If you've got any ideas of topics, email us topics. Um, I mean, we. So this is again. So we we've got this on many platforms. So you're more than welcome to check out whatever platform. Um, we do upload this onto YouTube. So you, if you want, you can put comments on there of like stuff you want us to cover or like topics or whatever. Or not. Or if you want to just be really, really angry at someone and like send like a really angry review. Do it on YouTube and I'll respond to you within the next three working days. Or, even yet, if you do want to send us, like, an audio clip of you, like, saying whatever, we can also, like, you know, send it to us as a thing. We can play your audio in the podcast and then we can react to it then. And I'll out you. Yeah, we will out you. No, we, we won't out you. We're not going to, like, slag you off, but... No, I will. Well, okay, maybe a little bit, but it doesn't matter. Don't try and send me stuff. And not expect a reaction. No, I'm joking. I'm really, really nice person. So he says. Huh? So you say, Jackson. So I say, and so you should say. What should I say? Yeah. You should say. You're a nice person. Yeah. That is debatable. It is debatable. Depends on how moody I am. It depends on your mood. It depends on the day. It depends on the tides and the position of the moon. It depends if someone's giving me jammy dodgers or not. Yeah, your, your daily jammy dodger intake. My like daily Jamie Dodger read your your level of goodness. If I have at least one, I'm tolerable. If I have none, I'm a moody bitch. Yeah, just just don't cross him with his Jamie Dodger deficiency. Yeah, if we if it's a if serious we, condition. If we ever do like um like a meet up or we do like a big event, more than welcome to bring Jamie Dodgers. Yeah, I probably won't eat all of them. No, and I promise I won't out you. I'll never out anyone because that's 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 bad, and also that's toxic behavior. Unless you welcome it. Yeah, unless obviously you put like saying yes, I'm I agree to it and it's consensual, then we have something. If you want like a if you want a consensual roasting, we will do that. Yes, always, always happy to deliver. So, what shall we talk about? I don't know, you know. Music, what have you been listening to? I have been listening, and now, don't start judging before I finish this sentence. No, no, go on. I have been listening to a hell of a lot of emo. And even emo music that I didn't even know existed. I've been listening to the, the, the you know, like, the more, you would say, like, well-known ones. Which are... Like My Chemical me? Romance. No, yeah, I literally better before you was about to say it. Paramore, um, Jimmy Eat World, All Time Love. Here's the thing, though, like, some of those I wouldn't consider emo. Yeah, but then... There's a very fine line that I would say between emo and, like, punk rock. It's the thing with emo, though, isn't it? Like, emo is very... It's a very grey genre. Like, people start saying emo, like, for bands. Like, when you think of emo, people say My Chemical Romance. But they're not really that even that emo. They were emo... They had, they've got a lot of emo songs, yes, granted. But they're mostly a punk band, especially at the beginning. Like, yeah. Um, And even when... Back in the 90s, like, when, when people used to say emo, they meant, like, bands like Fugazi. But then, now, Fugazi is like a, like a post, 
hardcore punk band. Like, it's not necessarily emo band. Emo's very weird like that. I, I would say that the whole genre um, sort of de- debacle is more yeah. of like we... So so normally, like, with words in general, like, you know, words can have one meaning, like electrocute. Yeah. You know, traditionally, it means someone dying of being shocked. But if you get shocked by, like, a plug, oh, I got electrocuted, you know, if enough people say it, it sort of changes meaning. So I suppose you could mm-hmm. say for the same for a genre. So for mm. my chemical romance, you said, you know, punk rock or that punk. And then, you know, enough people say, oh, it's emo. And then a lot of people then perceive it as emo. Yeah. It's just yeah. one of those things. Yeah, because I feel like bands like Jimmy Eat World and um, other bands I found like Def Cab and um, American Football, these are like yeah. like bands that are around like the early 2000s. Um, I would definitely say mid-90s to like late 2000s was like where I think a lot of people confuse punk for emo. Yeah, but like I think a lot of punk bands or pop punk bands were delving in and out of emo. Hmm. Like, I don't think emo is, like, its own thing. It's kind of... You can have different acts and bands who are sort of delving into emo a little bit. Like, Block Party. Block Party is, like, an indie alternative rock band from the UK. But then a lot of their stuff could be considered emo. Yeah. Even though they're not really. Well, it's like, um as you said, like, you know, everyone, like, dips in from one into the other. Mm. So, like, Jimmy Eat World. You know, they are mainly no... Like, you know, when most people think Jimmy Eat World, like, the main song they're going to know is in the middle. Yeah. Great and because that song was so so like so well known and so played in like yeah. naughty's movies, it sort of changed them from punk to sort of like pop punk, if not just pop itself. Yeah, because they went really mainstream. Yeah, so it's one mm. of those things like you know you could start as like indie punk, and then if you gain like enough following and enough interest, you sort of blur the line from like indie punk to punk to then pop. Yeah, because I feel like but emo anyway, like emo is a funny genre because. Every music piece of music creates emotion. Like it, de- I think it just depends on like what people were considering what emo is. It's like depressing, dark, sad music. When it's like, no, but all music creates emotion. It's just what you're trying to you're trying to label it in some way. Well, I mean, you know, you knew me in um in school, and yeah, you, you know, like everyone like, oh yeah, emo phase, whatnot, you know, the long hair and whatnot. I yeah. listened to a shit ton of um, was it? I so I listened to like Jimmy Eat World and stuff like that. Yeah. Not as much anymore, but I, I used do. to listen to Jimmy. It. It's yeah. not a phase for me, bro. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> no, but I, I listened to like Jimmy Eat World, a shit ton of like Lincoln Park. Um, yeah. I listened to like a lot of metal, like death metal as well. Yeah. Um, and then never got like, into that. I got shown baby metal, which um is like a Japanese metal band. And th- that was like some of the. Well, I mean, I still listen to it periodically. Yeah. No idea what they're saying. No. But it's good. But it's just one of the things because, like, back in then I was like, oh, yeah, emo. But, like, the general music I was listening to wasn't emo itself. No. It was sort of m- m- music that would either seem edgy or. Yeah. That could seem depressive depending on the song. Well, I think, too, like, I know people talk about emo phases and stuff like that, but I feel like it just depends on what kind of mood you're in generally. Like, sometimes yeah. you're you're more welcoming to listening to happy positive music sometimes you're like no i want to really listen to like some really deep rich storytelling which also happens to be kind of sad it never goes away yeah i mean that for instance like i'm literally going into my spotify and i have numerous different playlists 
that I have a playlist that, that I, I have to if I want to sing or like just sing along to stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of like pop. Well, if not, it's all sort of like poppy songs. Yeah. With a few like Fallout Boys and everything from like when we were younger. Yeah. Love Fallout Boy. So I've got like some Fallout Boy, like the Kooks, oh. um, some of the other stuff, a little bit of Arctic Monkeys. Oh. And then there's a lot of like Selena Gomez and stuff like, you know, it's ah. like a mixture of different stuff. Jesus, I've even got a fucking rock DJ from Robbie Williams in it. Okay. That is that. Okay. Please continue. It's a miscellaneous album. Like I've got Sam Smith, Ed Sheeran, um, Adele, um, more Sam Smith. I've got um, Alive by uh, Madden. Um, what else? What else? Uh, I've got Seven Years by uh, Lucas Graham. Mm-hmm. Damn, that is sad music. Yeah, I've also got fucking Bruno Mars and Justin Timberlake in it. So it's just it's a very weird playlist. But then I've Very also weird. got, um, I've got, oh, what was it? It's personal to you, and that's what matters. I'm trying to think of how you describe this. Um, so this second playlist is like the most very tame, semi-indie sort of like, like thing. It's something you would hear in Twilight. Like dipping your toe in into a, into a genre. You know, like f- the first Twilight movie when um, Bella plays the album, like the music. It's sort of along that genre. Yeah. So there's like, um, there's Lord, um, Lana Del Rey, Bjork. Um, yeah. There's a little bit of Billie Eilish. There's Phoebe Bridges. Yeah, I like Phoebe Bridges. April. Um, there's a person called Mitski, Florence mm-hmm. and the Machines. Uh, Lizzie McAlpine. There's a place called a uh, woman called Lorthy. Yeah. Um, some Taylor Swift. There's Love Taylor uh, Swift. Eloise. There's, there's a bunch of different stuff in it, and like sometimes I listen to that. Yeah. And I've got the Skate Free, uh, Skate Free, or oh, Skate One, Two, and Three soundtracks. My man. Which is oh, just the best. The best. And like Skate Free, like, I always start it with going up the country because for me it's just like yeah. it's a song that just makes me oh, happy. It's such a great I song to I remember from skate the game as well. But that's like some of them. Then I've also got other ones. So, for instance, I have the I have the Hail Satin album from Foo Fighters, <laughs> and it is superb. It's just the Foo Fighters doing basically Bee Gees. Yeah. So it's like great. And then um, whereas I've also got another album that's got like sort of like punkish metal music. Mm-hmm. So there's like the Buzzcocks, uh, yeah. the Linda Lindas, Dead Moon, uh, Dream Evil, Paramore, yeah. oh, bit Param- of Fallout Boy, love Paramore. Uh, a little bit of Blink-182 and everything. It's just like a mixture of everything. I've got music that I, I relax to. So yeah. I've got um, Curtis Mayfield, uh, Gary Clark Jr. Love, um, oh, Matt, you know about Gary Clark Jr. I've got West um, Montgomery, Childish Gambino. Um, what else I've got? Some, you're hitting oh, some spots I didn't know. John Paul White. Today, man. <laughs> um, Passenger, the low, an- um, the low Anthem, George Benchton, Charles Bradley. Who else? Of Curtis Harding, Robert Finley. Mm. The dip, um, Earl St. Clair, Otis Redding. Uh, Otis Redding. I've also got Boom. um, St. Paul and the Broken Bones. I haven't heard of them, but they sound awesome. They are. Um, you can listen to them. So, they've got, um, have you seen on YouTube like the things like the NPR thing where they get musicians in? Mm-hmm. If you listen to his version there, it is superb. And there's a comment in it which I, like, I love it's like someone seasoned this man's chicken, <laughs> and it just makes me laugh because <laughs> he, like, you look at me, he's like the whitest white man, but like, there is so much soul into his music like just stone like when yeah. everyone thought just stone wasn't just stone that she was someone else yeah and then oh, and then to top it off on my relax i also have um marlena shaw californian soul which is how i end it off because um was it i first heard that song while playing driver mm. and it was it just became like my sort of like favorite song yeah. from that playlist and then i've got like playlists that i've got shared with friends so let's listen to this one What's in this one? Uh, Kristen Lee Hudson, Metric. Um, Metric. Le- yeah. Sheep. 
Uh, yeah, that is the actual song in there. Uh, Phoebe yeah. Bridges, there's Doja Cat, which is a oh, slightly different one. I don't mind Doja Cat. Yeah, Megan Lee, uh, Megan, Megan Listanian, D. Stanley, Jesus, I butchered that. Um, I got Ben yeah. A. We're all friends here. Charlotte Cornfield, um, Ada Lee, the Lindas again. Oh, the Linda Lindas. Lindas. The Linda Lindas. You know about the, the Linda, Linda Lindas. Lindas. Oh, I yeah, love them. Yeah, they're in my um little I punky band like thing. Fucking love them. Doing that Julie Dornan. Like Eleven years old. Oh, no. That's so what? fucking rad. Who else have I got in there? Gregory, oh. uh, Gregory Allen I- Isakov. <gasps> you know him too? Yeah. I love him. The uh, stable Sam... song. Have you heard the stable song? I have. Oh, such a good song. We've oh. got House of Pain in here with my friend. Um, Mountain Mocha. Was it? Uh, I can't remember that. Mountain Mocha Kilimanjaro. Uh, Never heard Bru- of it. Um, it's from one of the animes I used to watch. Uh, there's April, okay. Bruno Mars, Lorthy. There's a bunch, of, bunch of other stuff in here as well. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's like basically the music I listen to. There's even uh, was it uh, Olivia Rodrigo, Lizzo, and stuff oh, like I that. Olivia Rodrigo, good. Um, yeah. so then you, I've also got a friend that to, what you're what you're basically getting to is that like you don't just listen to one genre. You listen to you listen to it depending on your emotion at the time. Yeah, like a lot of these things I'll listen to when I'm at work, so it's cool. So if you want to be happy, serious, or you want to focus, or you want to relax, like it depends on how you're feeling. I mean, and I've it... even got a um, playlist that is basically nine, eighty, late 80s, 90s, and early 90s um, R&B. Ah, so good times, good times. So I've got like a lot of Biggie, Tupac, um, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Eminem. Talib Kweli, Moss Def, Cypress Hill, Common. Jay-Z, Outkast, 50 Cent, Kanye. Fucking old Kanye. Mm. 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 Old Kanye. And then I also, I just suddenly also have an album that's basically Ariana Grande and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, so it's all over the place. Yeah. And that's where it should be, because as human beings, we are also all over the place. And emotions can go high, lows, backwards, sideways. Like, And that, that should that should represent in our in our music. Oh, definitely. What about yeah. you? What's your, what's your average <sighs> playlist at the moment? I mean... <sighs> I don't really listen to... I mean, I've got playlists. Like, I, I put playlists in genres. But okay, maybe I, normally, not... I normally listen to, like, actual full records. Okay, so what's your current record you're listening to or albums? American Football LP3. So it's a um, in, quite an interesting story about this band. They, they released their first one in 2000. Right. And then disbanded. Okay. For, like, 14 years. And then, and then the Great Reunion. Yeah, and then re got back together, released their second album called LP Two, and then uh, this one came, and then LP Three came out in twenty nineteen. Okay, and it's like your, I found out about them, um, because there's another podcast done by Haley Williams, the lead singer of Paramore. Yeah, yeah. On uh, BBC, and she's doing these episodes called like the um, Everything Is Emo. So she's each sort of like week is a different topics regarding like emo music yeah some weeks it's like emo music that isn't really emo but is like being considered emo in a way all right or like the greatest comebacks or debut albums nostalgia trips that kind of stuff yeah and i found out about them through listening to one of these and like i swear they're they're so so good and it is just like the quintessential emo sound like the twinkly guitars the really sort of smart and um melancholy like 
lyrics and oh, it's so good. it's so so good it's such it is quite relaxing like it's very meaningful but it's very very relaxing music it's sort of like an do... album that you could literally just lay down and listen like to you it. could you could you could lay down to it and fall asleep like it's not really heavy it's not heavy like heavy punk rock sort of kind of music it's really soft and mellow like m- mellow oh, i'll like, give that a listen then yeah you're, i mean you really really like them like um, and what they do as well like they're really really smart and it's kind of like kind of ballsy to be honest is that near enough every single track is named after like the first line of the song oh, okay so like there's a song called i need a drink yeah or two or three and that's literally the first line in the song yeah well, i mean that, i suppose that's sort of like different to like the controversial well not the controversial uh or usual way of people like naming songs a lot of time the songs are named like mm. after the chorus or something like that yeah or a specific uh, thing yeah that's the um that's the one i've been listening to recently i've also went through the entire kings of leon all right um discography from like beginning to, to currently nice because i'm like a huge fan of theirs so obviously you got the, the two that everyone knows um but then there's so there were so many good songs on that album as well as those two, plus loads of songs, before, like the three albums before. And obviously they're a bit different. They sound a bit different now. Like the albums that came after, they sound a bit more different to what they were doing at the beginning, which was like a lot heavier, um, a lot punchier. Like this, the, they were sort of mellowed out a little bit. Still sound really like Kings of Leon. Yeah. Um, Caleb, um, the lead singer, is just like his voice is iconic. Like you can just point him out in a in a sea of noise like he's, he's got such a really really good voice and yeah they're just such a i kind of feel like they're they're for me personally they're a little bit underrated because everyone knows like the two like sex on fire and you somebody and they're just yeah. like and that's it when you actually listen to them and you listen to the rest of their work and the rest of their songs some really really good songs and they're a band that like is amazing when you hear them live like they sound even better. Like they somehow managed to take the songs they've already recorded and then make them sound better when they perform live. Mm. They're just they're really special. I feel like they're probably one of the bands that do suffer from sort of like the more like well known songs. Because I mean, you get so yeah. many bands that sort of like they have their sort of like distinct songs. Yeah. And then when it comes to performing, it's like, oh yeah, do the song, do the song. Yeah, and they they actually had that. Like it's funny you say that because they actually had that kind of problem when those two songs came out so they did it's a little bit um you can kind of see it from both sides and they might have like maybe reacted in in a negative way but there was doing i think it was red in 2009 and obviously packed out crowd wanting to come see them and they go through their set list and like barely anyone's really singing like the, the crowd they're obviously getting into it in there but it obviously from the perspective of the the band it didn't yeah. look like there was engaged much but as soon as it got to sex on fire like the crowd lit up and like they yeah. knew every word and it just was like the noise was like immense but you could see on the on the on the faces of the band like they didn't want to play the song because they knew what was going on like everyone just come to hear those two songs mm. and they didn't bother like listening to the rest of their rest of their songs but they did kind of take it like they, they went really negative about it afterwards and was like like how can you just come 
for like two songs and you can't even be bothered to listen to the rest of the stuff and then obviously i think they realized that they made a bit of a uh it was more of a case of like they went from being like sort of well-known respected indie band to then being like full stream mainstream band in like a year yeah i mean a lot of people suffer from that though that's the thing like um yeah like for me that's what i heard about like i heard about them from those two songs and then from that i then listened to the rest of the stuff mm. and then i liked them even more and found even like possibly even greater songs than those two songs that got me into them which is obviously always great if you can find more of something you like and find out that there's stuff even better than what got you started in it that's great i mean uh was it i'm gonna say i'm gonna say a band and i know a lot of people well i I know a few people that are like gonna be listening to this that i'll be like oh that band um nickelback you know (laughs) i I mean don't go wrong when we were at school i went to one of their concerts at the o2 and it was my first live live concert and i thought it was great like i mean you know i'll still listen to nickelback yeah i still do sometimes they properly suffer from the fact that you know you hear nickelback and you either think of photograph Uh, or rockstar yeah or possibly saving you those are the only three songs that most of the people most of the populace of the world will probably remember nickelback for mine's burn it to the ground just because of W, it was the mm, burn it to the ground song. It was the theme song for Raw. Um, yeah, no, for I forgot about that. And it was Raw. also in the Transformers movie. Because most of my music knowledge came from movies. Well, I mean, I think that's going to be a lot of people. Like, you know, that's when they're first exposed to yeah. certain things. So, I mean, I got first exposed to. Um, so, this is like something I like listening to at the moment is Hoist the Planets. Or the host, sorry, not host. Fucking is this the host one you were talking to me about the other day where it like inspired the Star Wars soundtrack? Well, I, I'm not going to say it directly inspired. So I was watching this. Influence. Yeah, there was an influence. So I was watching this guy on YouTube who looks at scores and movies and anime and a bunch of other stuff and sort of, de- sort of describes and like lists it down into why some composers or some scores for certain movies are just superb. And he mentioned how if you listen to... So you've got John Williams, who's a fantastic composer. Um, if you listen to a lot of hosts, the planets... So it's named after the planets in the system, of course, in the solar system. So if you listen to them, you will hear certain aspects which are similar, if not the same with slight other pitches that are slightly different or some other stuff. But it's basically... Along the lines, the same melody tempo as Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, I'm not going to say it's a direct copy because, you know, you got the idiom, you know, if you leave like a thousand monkeys on a typewriter, they eventually type up the whole works of Shakespeare. It's, you know, along those lines that eventually someone will do something similar. Uh, no, nothing is original to an extent mm-hmm. anymore. It's always some adaptation of an adaptation. Yeah, it's always, people have always been influenced by other stuff like you. That- you look at um, you look at Oasis. Like you look at uh, oh, what's the name of that song? Not Wonderwall. Um, Don't look back in anger. Yeah. Like the beginning of that sounds so much so similar to like Imagine by John Lennon. And like, yeah. but you know that because Oasis were like heavily influenced by the Beatles. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But the thing is, at least they were like massively open about that. Yeah. But like you get bands that are like massive that will be like, no, I was inspired by blah blah blah. I was bad by myself. It all came from my brain. Yeah, it all came from my brain. It's like, no, you were inspired, blah, 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 blah. Don't. But the thing is, you get, like, there's, like, people out there that be like, oh, you yeah, know, I was, like, I really got into music because of blah, 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 and they really inspired me. And then 
you hear that and you're like, well, you do a completely different genre of music. So I'm pretty sure there's like people that are into like country or like do country and they were inspired by like rap. You know, it's, it's like one of those weird things that like you're not sure, you know, what someone would listen to mm-hmm. just because of the music that they do themselves. Yeah. Like you, yeah, because th- there's a lot of artists now, especially now, um, who have a lot of like genre bending, genre bending. Yeah. Artists that like just do whatever what they want and like hop, like jump over to different, like no one stays in the lines anymore. Which, to be honest, the lines should never really been there because like it's a creative process like you do what you want to do they're imaginary you, it, it lines sound, that people like to stick to it sound like it sounds how, how you want it to sound because it's your thing it doesn't yeah. have to like and have to color in between the lines i mean things i i like that whole aspect of music and the fact that you can jump from one thing from another and yeah, not get massively great. judged for it and, and most of the time it always pays off it's like i mean you've you've heard me sing i'm not going to do it now but like you've heard me sing and like you'd probably you may agree to the fact that it would suit more of like a lounge or like jazz type of music. Yeah. But again, yeah. I like I doing like I, I like doing like a bunch of other stuff. But again, it's sort of like, well, yeah, my voice is better suited to that, but I'll give it a go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then you can then incorporate your skills into something different and see what comes out of it. Yeah. Because then you're then and then you're in the way of creating something new. Definitely. But yeah. I've got to say, like, I. I like the fact that when you get people like they go from one genre to the other, it's like it's good. Like Ed Sheeran, he's now doing that. Well, he's been doing it for a, yeah, like, he's been a doing few it years. Day one. Like, well, I mean, is... if you listen to some of his early stuff, it's sort of it's along the same sort of area of, of like it's along the same sort of genre. Like, there's a few like dipping that out. But I was saying the last two or three years, like he's really like changing up with like rap and a bunch of other stuff, like doing stuff with grime and stuff like that. He's really like mixing it up. Mm. But he was always kind of into that. He was always doing stuff like that. Oh, no, no, I'm not saying he wasn't, but, like, when mm. you listen to a lot of his albums, like, you'd have the odd song that would bounce out into a different genre, but, like, the over overarching genre of the album would be blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, now it's overarching, like, genre is like, oh, there's no, isn't one. It just bounces from one to the other, which I really enjoy. Yeah. It's good to listen to, too, because you're not always listening to the same thing. Yeah. And, that's, and music's definitely moved on from that. Like, before, it was very, like regimented and and segregated like yeah you're the emo kids you you're like the pop kids you're the you're the art you're the hip-hop guys like you have to stay in a lane mm. and now like all those lanes are being blurred and now everyone is everywhere well i mean i want to say that's probably so i said one of the beautiful things i would say from skateboarding is the fact that they listen to different types of music yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got like stereo, like um, you got Jason Lee who was talking about, you know, when he first started, like he had a friend that was into different types of music, and like he's, I yeah. think he's like his friend's dad was into different types. So yeah, had, Chris Pastris. Yeah. Yeah. So they listen to like skateboards together. Yeah, and like they do completely, you know, well, they, you know, they they listen to completely different stuff. So when they're using like music videos or, or not music, yeah. when they're doing skating videos, you'd hear different types of music, and I think that's what sort of incorporated, I think, into like the skate games as well. Like, you listen yeah. to the skate games, like, you've got R&B, you've got rap, you've got punk. Right, yeah. Like, you know, you get sort of, like, a, some little bit of country, a little bit of other stuff in there, which is yeah. quite nice. And, like, it, there wasn't a specific genre. It was just a, an amalgamation of other genres that blended nice, that nicely. Yeah, because what would sound good in a, in a video, um, in, a vi- in a video piece, or um, what's actually good to skate to, like when you're actually when you're out skating and a lot of the time like especially from the the 80s and the 90s it was mostly like punk and um, 
hip-hop yeah because that's like it's fast-paced skating's fast-paced it's like it's it's really good to, and obviously when before when you had skate contests when they, they would be done to pieces of music yeah you wanted fast-paced kind of upbeat quick to go with all the tricks and the, and the timings and stuff so yeah it's 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 really um cool like how like skateboarding has kind of evolved its own even some way like it's kind of involved its own sort of genres in music like people assume or like or associate like punk music like of like pop punk music with skateboarding especially in like the early 2000s yeah well, i mean i think skateboarding the whole as a whole was sort of like evolved because you had the sort of the street skaters compared to like the ones that would do like ramps and stuff and verts and verts yeah but like so you know that was i mean i remember when i was younger and i i tried to like you know this is this is what about oh five oh six i was trying to get into skating and yeah. i was learning how to do it and i would remember going to like parks and stuff like that and like trying to skate and then you'd have i suppose the ones that you know the verts that would be sort of like judging i mean i was yeah well what like 10 around then so like you'd have people like sort of like yeah. judging you and you're like oh, okay i'm not gonna do it yeah and then you want to do it on the street because that's you know there's a hell of a lot more streets to like skating especially where yeah. we live and um you know it's just that was a lot better and i preferred doing that i got out of skating because i gained a shit ton of weight and none of the boards would fit me um mm-hmm. which unfortunately is still uh the case now but it's yeah it, it's the beauty of skateboarding because it's like it's it's your own thing it's just yeah. you but like, like it's nice that you know back from then i mean don't get wrong i know the whole like vert and street thing has been going on for ages or it went on for ages prior before that but like even you know back then like you know 06 like 0506 like I, I was experiencing it then but like you look at it now and everyone's just like yeah no it's cool let's just like oh just chill and yeah skating's very different though skating's very very accepting because all that kind of stuff like that stuff's long gone because you had you you had vert in the 80s and the 70s and then that died out and that turned into street street skating because then all the parks and the vert ramps closed so they needed to find other ways to skate and then if you were a street skater against a vert skater the vert skaters were sort of seen as like the old old timers dinosaurs of the sport um to kind of be hated on a little but then again it's not like not really like you i guess you'll always have like certain individuals who take it way too seriously yeah and like try and draw lines and shit but like it if you're a skater you're a skater it doesn't matter what you're skating or when you're skating or how you skate like if you're pushing the board along and you're just going to the shops you're a skater you shouldn't necessarily be judged those guys on those remote control skateboarders questionable questionable but let's I, I, i digress I mean, I find them cool, but like, I find I find those sort of like like I would say highly overrated. Yeah, you're taking you're like... taking the whole point of skateboarding out of the out yeah. of play. Like, yeah, you're just going to stand on the board and you control it with a remote control. Like, I, I would no, say no, no, that's no, no. the same for electric bicycles. Like, it defeats the purpose of you know, yeah. Just buy a motorbike. What are you talking about? Yeah, or or a scooter. You know, yeah. one of those two. The, but but skateboarding's beautiful. It, 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 that's its pure beauty. Is that like it's what you put into it. Like people are geniuses and they can make new tricks and. Um... I mean, wasn't didn't skateboarding originate from like surfing? It's like when the surf yeah. season was over, like they. Yeah, I mean the the history of skateboarding, like when it actually started, and like it's very very like 
messy and there's not really much record on it but it did mainly come from when the when the when the waves weren't that good people would just street on skate on the street and do like car carving and like just it would be like they were they called it um street surfing yeah i think it was around uh, i think originally probably like the 50s 50s 60s kind of it blew up in the 70s um for a little while yeah, and then the then, 80s and, and 90s died was when it was massive. Then blew up again in the 80s, then died a little bit. Then blew up again in the 90s, and then since... Yeah, and then it sort of died a little bit in the 2000s a little, like it went a bit underground again. And then now I would yeah. say it's probably like it's been its most consistent for like a while now. I mean, I'd probably say, yeah, I mean, I'd probably say with the 80s it came back from... You know I mean? You know, anything can influence it, but I'd probably say, you know, you got the Back to the Future movies... Yeah, and you had the Bones Brigade. The Bones Brigade um, was like a big influence on on skating as a whole. Like these guys would do tours around the world, and um, there's some of the best skaters at the time, like a young Tony Hawk, Steve Caballero, Mike McGill, um, Lance Mountain, like Rodney Mullin was in the Bones Brigade. Like these these are guys who were like really really pushing it. Yeah. Um and. Tommy Guerrero, sorry, yeah, I just remembered Tommy Guerrero. Yeah, but so these guys were like, were really popular in the 80s. They would be in TV adverts and movies and, um, yeah. And then it sort of died because people lost interest. Because that's the thing with skateboarding is that there's always been like these really high highs and then these really low lows when like people like, have interest and the money dries up. And no one wants to look at skateboarding or think about it anymore. Um, but ever since then, like, I feel like it sort of established itself. So even if that kind of stuff does happen, it does fade in the background. It's not as like, um, impactful on the industry. No. And it's even the Olympic fucking sport now. So I mean, like it, it's, it's go, it's got, it's going, it's going good. I think that's probably what uh, sort of like inspired like the more modern sort of like influx of like skating is more because it became an Olympic sport. Yeah. No, that's no, because it's got more. More people, more eyes on it. More people more looking recognition, at it. More recognition, I would say. I mean, even then, like, look at the, as you said, like, you mentioned, like, some of the previous skaters and everything. Like, look at what they've done for the community. Like, Tony Hawk and, like, his friends have set up so many, like... Yeah, you got the Tony Hawk Foundation. You've got building skate parks and stuff in places, in areas that, like, would never even think about um, having a skate park. And the fucking wimp female skaters, man. Oh, my God, these guys can rip. It's so good to see because for a long time you wouldn't you would never see it and you'd only be able to like cherry pick certain women skaters who were all fucking amazing but now there's just so many and they're all so young too like it's just it's so I cool mean, to watch i know as soon as i lose like you know as soon as i lose enough weight and i'll be able to like go on like normal skateboards like, yeah. i know i'm gonna get my house ha like, and handed to me by like some five-year-old girl which i'll gladly <laughs> yeah. like Can we you gotta go cruising at some points man my elbows and my shins are never going to be the same. I have a permanent dent in my shin, and it will never go away. All my elbows are scarred up. I mean, that, that's cool. I've got, like, a permanent scar on my inner thigh from cycling because um, yeah, I hit a impressive. bump in the road, and I went over the handlebars. And then wow. I... Yeah, so I hit a bump in the road. This was up near um, St. Paul's. So I hit a bump in the road, went over the handlebars. I was still gripped onto the handlebars, so I took my bike with me as I flipped over it. Landed... Just let the go, bike man. With it's okay to let go. I, I know it was okay to let go, but like my brain was just like, no, nah, hold on to that shit for your like dear life. No, I, so, like, I gripped and like 
and the bike stayed between my legs basically and yeah. when i landed the pedal basically almost bent but it basically cut my inner thigh but i didn't realize at that time and um i just carried so basically i just walked around for a bit like i got yeah. my bike off the road and like stood on the pavement like checked everything was okay walked around so like my legs weren't like so sore and then i cycled from St. Paul's basically all the way to Hyde Park through St. James's Park, all the way up to Hyde Park, did the lap of that and then cycled all the way home. And then only when I got home, I was like, bro, my leg's still bleeding. Oh, no. Um, yeah, it's like, oh, it's literally. My leg's a like, different colour. <laughs> like, I literally got home and like, this morning. I was wearing like tracky bottoms and everything. And then like, I got home and I was like, bro, my leg's bleeding. So like, I washed I had it. That. Got I had dressed, that. And then I went to my nan's. <laughs> I literally walked my, walked my way to my nan's with like my leg like cut open. And like, uh, my leg's healed now. Nah, nah, like, have you seen my leg? And I mean, that was what? That was like two months ago, and the scar's still there. That's and impressive. I've also got, Be proud of that. Oh, I am. And, and I've that also story. got like, <laughs> I've also got um, that sort of cuts in my, my muscle from when I used to skate when I was younger. Mm. So um, if you look at my palms, there's like an indent where my thumb is. So like I've cut the muscle in half. Yeah. And like my doctor said this when I was younger. Like I um, basically I skate. slipped. Skating is bad. Well, no, no, no I, go away. I slipped and I'm basically I gripped onto a wooden railing. Ah. And it basically cut the so it didn't cut my skin but it damaged the muscle in a way so like the muscle uh, i tore some ligaments or something like that around my thumb and like the the muscle just didn't grow back properly mm. i mean it's it's chill but like it's just funny like when as you said you're like shoulders and your knees and stuff like that you know you've got dents and whatnot from like skating. Yeah. it's just like mad how anything when you're younger like my my left knee is still fucked from uh when i used to get tackled in rugby when i used to do it for pe yeah so that like um change of movement in that goal it's crazy yeah. our bodies can take so much so much shit well i mean looking at me you wouldn't have thought i used to skate and also like occasionally play rugby and basketball like you look at me now like bruh actually yeah. no well, looking I at mean, me now you probably I mean, expect rugby I mean, but um like it's it's it's, it's the, the age-old thing isn't it like people are too easy to judge mm. just because when they take one look you know yeah i think i have some i've sussed you right out but then when you actually go and ask someone about their their life like wow i'm very surprised about what you have done and how you are completely different to what i actually thought you were two minutes ago yeah well, i mean even like earlier on when i was like listening to music i listened to you were like shocked by some of the stuff i listened to yeah i was shocked and i'm like yeah i kind of do the same thing like yeah i listen to stuff that probably like you people would say, oh you shouldn't listen to that like that's not good you shouldn't listen to that if you listen to this and it's just like it's what we said like we're all our own people so we all do what we want to do yeah. do what makes you happy yeah. i mean i've got a f i've got a, like a friend that like does music as well so like i listen to her stuff as well yeah because like, really you're chill. a good friend like that because if yeah, you well, weren't like didn't listen to it some questions on your friendship i mean it, it makes me laugh because it's actually like in so you know how so you use spotify don't you yeah <clears throat> i mean i mean if you listen to this on spotify thank you but um yeah so like yeah hi we know, love on, spotify yeah we love spotify thank you very much um, but yeah, so like on, you know how they can do sort of, uh, suggested albums and stuff like that. Yeah. So my friend, I listened to her music that much that the album cars are al So they created a separate one called a chill playlist. So not only is she in the album seven times, um, cause keep in mind, there's only like 60 songs in the whole playlist and she's in there seven times. Wow. She's the album cover. Yeah, so like I was messaging her like earlier on the week. I was like, "Yep, yeah, cool." It's like the third song within like twenty minutes, and also you're the album cover. And it was just like, "Oh, thanks, man. You're like paying my bills." I was like, "Yeah, yeah." You know what this means, James? 
and this is a great way to like start closing this brilliant episode yeah. is that we now know because obviously there will be no shadow of a doubt that you are a good friend oh thank you Wait, is that it? don't make me cry <laughs> don't make me cry i'm not crying i'm not crying right now okay <laughs> i'm definitely not crying right now I just made myself cry. No, I'm not. I'm lying. I didn't cry. I'm not crying. You're crying. Everyone's crying. I'm not crying. I'm a man. I do man things. I do man things. I watch football. I'm going to chop some wood. I watch football. I watch Monster Trunks. Man things. That's what I do. I don't cry. Man, man ain't got time to cry. I'm okay. I got time for that. I ain't crying. I've just chopped some onions. I've just chopped some onions. i got hay fever. Achoo. Achoo. Uh, but yeah no right. thank you for listening to this podcast um, definitely keep coming back yeah make sure we that need, we um because we need more shit to talk about we need more shit to talk about we it. need attention it's like we're deprived attention in our real life we need it give us what we want <laughs> give us the sweet sweet attention do it now well not now obviously because we're talking it wouldn't do it wouldn't make any sense if you could it'd be really impressive like we're going to record I mean, yeah. this and then we're Actually, going to send it out no no additional homework try and predict the future what am i going to say now huh all right yeah. tell me now what am i going to say what am i going to say nah. vegetables yeah right. so um right. thank you for listening yeah uh don't tell us if you enjoyed it or not because we like to live in uh ignorant bliss <laughs> yeah um, ignorant bliss plus suspense yeah we, we we like being surprised um yeah if you like the sound of this one and you'd like to hear more then come back when we do another one. 